Hello, everyone, and welcome to Me, You, Us, a well-being podcast. Thanks for tuning in on this Friday edition of Me, You, Us. I'm your host, Bill Krieger, and today my guest is Patty Sellner. She's an athletic trainer here at Consumers Energy. Now, you may have heard of Patty before as she was on the podcast back in November. If you haven't had a chance to listen to that one, go back and check it out. There's lots of great information there. So, Patty, if you'll introduce yourself again to the audience, we'll get the conversation started. My name is Patty Sellner. I'm an athletic trainer. Uh, I have been an athletic trainer for over 20 years. My career started in athletics, and that was just a blast. I love that. Five years ago, I had an opportunity to come to Consumers as part of the ATI team and begin to work in the industrial setting. And it was, I, I thought it was, a you know, it's hard sometimes to change your career path, but it was a great opportunity. And since I've been at Consumers, I tell people I learn something new almost every single day from our teams, from our employees, different, um, all types of ergonomic challenges. It's, it's been really rewarding for me here at Consumers. And so uh, I am really glad to be part of the team here at Consumers Energy, along with 21 other athletic trainers. So we have a big team here. So it's really fun. Yeah, and it's, it's interesting that you mentioned that you've learned something new every pretty much every day since you've been here. I've been here for 27 years myself, and I can say the same thing. This is a great environment to uh, learn and expand yourself. So thanks for being here. Thanks for agreeing to come on. And today, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about self-care, taking care of ourselves, maybe a little bit of taking care of our uh, fellow coworkers. So, Patty, what are some of the things that you do to practice self-care? Um, personally, I um, struggle a little bit when we have the days that are not so, there's no sunshine and it's gray and it's really cold. And on those days, what I do is I call a friend. I call a friend to check on them, but also to hear a friendly voice and um, just share the day's events. And really, it takes you away from where you are or what you might be struggling with and gives you an opportunity to speak and be heard and also to listen a little bit and to um, share a little empathy with a friend, a colleague, a mentor, someone like that, that... um, a lot of times when we have those conversations, we're getting as much as we give in those. You may give some empathy and listen to them for a moment, and then they listen to you. And I almost without fail feel very recharged and the ability to refocus again on whatever my tasks are for the day, whether it is work-related, home-related. And then um, I have one friend, and she also often tells me on these phone calls, she goes, Patty, you know what? That might be something you just want to let go. Stop worrying about that and just let that thought go. And I'll tell you what, that helps so much. Once in a while, you're fretting and stewing about something that is really causing you some angst and just think about it a little bit and then let that thought go. And I'll tell you what, some other opportunity comes along and fills that space. It's usually good after you let that one negative thought go. So um, that's something I try to do often. Well, and that's interesting that kind of your go-to is to reach out to others, 
practicing self-care, also helping other people because you don't know what kind of day your friend is having, right? And you that call that you're calling to help you out may be helping them out. So I really like that. That's the, that's the if I looked up win-win, I think I might see it that is part of the definition. Absolutely. That's how I see it is a win-win. And sometimes there are no accidents. Sometimes you're calling someone who really could use that call when you when you think about, well, who could I who do I need to catch up with? And and you find out you've given just as much as you've gotten from the phone call. And you know, something else that we talked about prior to uh, recording the podcast was the power of playing music. And I want to talk about that, but I wanted to share with you that this this morning I had some work that I had to get done that's that's kind of tedious, but you know, it's that stuff that has to get done. And I went out and I put some music on and it put me in the right frame of mind. It gave me focus and it helped me get through that work. So when we talk about there's no coincidences, it's interesting that um, just shortly after that, you and I were kind of chatting about the power of music and playing music. So can you talk a little bit about how you use that for self-care? Um, you know, the minute that you put on a song and... I've been building a playlist because I play music every single morning in the 7.30 stretch, company-wide stretch, and I try to diversify the music, and I don't always want to play the same stuff, and and um, this morning it was Here Comes the Sun, and it talks about melting snow, and that's where I wanted to be, but when you put on music, it can take you away to a different place almost instantly. If it's a song that you remember from maybe when you were a teenager, or it's a song that your grandparents used to play, or it's a song, it can that can take you to a different place almost instantly. And so um, we try to play real uplifting songs at in particularly at 7:30 in the morning they're more like wake up songs for everyone to play and i get so many comments in the chat thank you for the music today i needed that today and it just takes you to a different place can help kind of set the tone for the movements that we're doing and um that we really love it when we first started that people were our team was a little reluctant to play music because we didn't know how the sound was going to go whether the level was right but now i almost think the music's as important as the stretching because it gets people up and at them moving and um refocus so when we talk about up and at them and moving and focused you shared a story with me about the chicken dance talk a little bit about the chicken dance because i think i think you, we can't talk about music maybe without talking about dancing as well and i think this might be a great way to talk about that a little bit and when I put the, the music on in the morning, there are certain songs I put on that I actually have difficulty standing still when the music comes on. And you know how the music, um, you find your toe tapping, you start doing stuff. Well, a couple of weeks ago, we had uh, people were logging into the 730 stretch and another athletic trainer got on the call and I was joking with him. And I said, I heard you were going to lead the chicken dance today. And he, he goes, no, not me, not me. I'm not going to do it. And so but at this point, there's at least 20 people, 20 little bubbles I can see. And two of the men on the call said, could we seriously do the chicken dance? These people needed to, to be silly. It's only two and a half minutes long. And a lot of times on Friday, we do a song that we can get our heart rate up to for two to three minutes. Chicken dance is the perfect song for that. And the other thing is most everybody knows it. And um, it's a good shoulder range of motion. It's a good get your heart rate up. And we improvise a little bit. It's 
um, because there are certain points where you need a partner in the chicken dance and we don't have partners, but it was so fun. And the fact that two people spoke up and said, yes, I need that. One other person said, no, don't play it. I will have an earworm for the rest of the day. That is the chicken dance, but that's okay. It took us away. And then we played some other silly songs. We did our stretch and it was a, it's a really a fun, silly way to get up and get moving if Friday morning you're doing the chicken dance. And the other thing about the chicken dance for me is we do it at events where we're celebrating. The very first time I did it way back in the spring was um, in celebration of all the events we didn't have. One morning we did, I said, we're going to do this in honor of all the weddings, graduation parties, retirement parties, birthday parties that we didn't get to go to. We're going to chicken dance. And people groaned, but then I got feedback saying, you're never going to believe it. We did the chicken dance. So dancing is something that it's really difficult to be unhappy if you're dancing. You know, dancing means different things to different people, but if you look globally, there are so many cultures where dancing is the way we celebrate. You know, it's how you celebrate most anything. And so they, um, dancing plays a key role in all kinds of activities. And I was thinking about it yesterday when I thought I might bring it up on the call was, think about it, even a professional athlete scores a touchdown in the NFL. What does he do after that? He celebrates with some sort of dance. Yep. And so people celebrate with dance all over the place, even if it's just two and a half minutes. Um, it changes how you feel. You get the, a bit of endorphins kicking in, and it can really help you to refocus and change the way your day is going. And um, I encourage people to dance with their children. Let your kids pick the song. So it may not be your first pick, but it might be fun for them to teach you a dance. Or um, it might also be fun to dance with your grandkids. And you know how many people haven't picked up a little baby and tried to soothe them and end up doing a little dance with them as a way to soothe an infant who's not so happy. And it does just for them what it does for us. It distracts them and puts them in a happier place. So it, it is such a great tool and it's so easy to do that um, it doesn't matter whether you think you're a good dancer or not. Just move a little bit to the beat of the music, and that's dancing to me. I love that. And so, you know, full disclosure here, I really lack the rhythm gene, but I know what you mean because sometimes I find myself, you know, I work from home like a lot of us do. My wife does not. She has to go to her office every day, and I will sometimes find myself listening to some music, getting lunch ready, and dancing around the house, and really hoping that my neighbors aren't watching. Um, but I, you know, I do know that with my kids and with my nieces and with my granddaughter, I completely agree. It's uh, something interesting uh, that happens when you just start to move to the music. Um, it makes some people laugh when I do it, which is okay. <laughs> but you know what? There's a gift you're giving them as well. If you can make someone laugh with the way you're dancing, that's another gift you're giving to someone is because we could all use more laughter. Music, dancing, laughter, they all have the same sort of effect on us. And so you keep dancing if it's making other people laugh. I, that's, I think you can do that. I promise that I will. <laughs> so we've talked a lot about different ways to practice self-care. And I know a couple of years ago, I was at a safety kickoff and we introduced the Healthy Backs. Um, it was a little guide. It was, it was great for stretching and tips and tricks and everything. And I know that we're getting ready to re-release that 
um, version 2.0 with some more information in it. And I really wanted to make sure our coworkers knew it was coming and maybe we could talk a little bit about what's in there uh, so that they're ready for it when they get it. Um, yes, we are um, rebranding the Healthy Back. It was a fantastic tool and the response was really, really positive from many of our coworkers at Consumers Energy. And it the it was meant to be a blueprint to help people with their personal health and well-being and it had a section which it's still we're building on that we're not changing what we already had we're building and we're including more resources for people it still has flexibility and core strength and nutrition and self-care and then it also has ergonomics one of the major reasons we wanted to rebrand it and recirculate it and refocus on it is because the world has changed a lot since we rolled that out. April 1st of 2019 was the original rollout date and we're almost exactly two years from that. And so we, we included family friendly pieces because um, people are spending a lot more time with their family. And we included, um, a fun core workout you can do with your kids with all the silly named exercises, which is the dead bug and the bird dog and a superhero. And so it talks about how everyone can be a superhero. So I encourage you all to do the superhero with your kids. They'll think it's fun and it will also be helping them build strength and um, confidence. And so the other thing we have included in there is an additional circuit that is about balance. Because as we age, and it's all about um, maintaining our health as we move through the lifespan, but balance is it's something that quickly goes, particularly if you're sitting a lot, you lose your balance, and you lose your ability to keep your balance. And so there's a whole circuit on there that is just focused on balance activities. Along the way, you're going to work on your flexibility and improve your core strength, which are pieces of balance, but there's a balance exercise or circuit in there as well. And then we have spent a lot of time building out our ergonomics section. And it's ergonomics for everyone. It's ergonomics for home. It's um, pieces that you can truly use. We have um, just really got some great photos and some teaching points in there for everyone to think about ergonomics as we um, move throughout our day at home, work and play. Ergonomics is important because the theory behind ergonomics is how can we do the tasks we need to do in a very safe way so that we don't injure ourselves. And I think that's everyone's goal. They want to come to work. They want to be able to shovel the drive. They want to be able to do everything they, they need to do without getting injured. And so that um, if we can avoid a back injury or help people not sustain one, then that is a huge win for us and for people to to be able to um, maintain their activity level as we get, you know, move through the life cycle. And um, a back injury, if you have one, can really impact your life in a lot of different ways. So let's all keep our backs healthy and um, watch for the healthy back book to come to your home. We're going to be sending them to every union employee's home because they're the people that are out in the field. They aren't at their computers every day. And we're also going to make the PDF available for employees who are more computer-based and do those kind of things. So you'll have access to it as well. 
and then you can print off the pieces that you would like. You know, if there's a piece of, if you want to do a circuit at home with your family, then print off that circuit and you'll have the information for you. But we're hoping to go to print in the middle of March and then we will start to ship it out to our um, to all our coworkers across the company. Well, and that's exciting news. And the thing that I'd like, the thing that I heard you say was that this is going to be uh, building off of what you already had because we had a great product to begin with, but it sounds very inclusive. Families, uh, field employees, people working from home, people working at the office. I mean, you're right. The world has changed since April of 2019, and it's really good to see that we are keeping up with those changes. Um, one of the things that I do notice now is we, when we talk about self-care and we talk about uh, wellness, what we used to call wellness, but now we talk about personal well-being, um, we really look at the holistic view of the person. And I think one of the things that you're including in, in the book this year as well is a reference to headspace. So can you talk a bit about that? Yes, we um, we have a self-care section in there and we have, um, we originally had one meditation in there to be able to work on your mindfulness and um, but as we help to facilitate the rollout of Headspace across work groups, this is um, a fantastic tool. And we wanted to be sure that people's families were aware that they had access to Headspace. So we put it in the book. So when you get near the back, there will be a page that flips up and it will show you exactly where you need to go to be able to register for Headspace. And Headspace is so much more than meditation. It is, um, I've seen workouts on there. There's actually one workout I watched, I did a couple weeks ago that what looked like it was right out of the Healthy Back Book. It was using some of the same activities that we use within the Healthy Back Book, and I was so excited about that. And then there are fun things to do with your children and all sorts of different things, but the resource will be right in the, the Healthy Back Book so that you can easily figure out how to get yourself registered to use it. For our coworkers who aren't aware, the company this year has provided Headspace, which is an app that you can put on your phone, uh, to all of our coworkers, uh, it is free to use, which would it would normally cost you about seventy dollars a year to use it. But we've worked with Headspace to make this available to all coworkers. Uh, yes, while it is meditation, you're absolutely right. Uh, there are lots of other things in there, so I encourage all of us to check it out. But while we're talking about self care, and while we did mention meditation, Patty, I think we should do maybe just a quick one minute meditation to let people know what this is like. So are you willing to do this with me? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Everyone in the audience, feel free to participate. Three, two, one, here we go. So sitting comfortably, just beginning with a nice big deep breath, breathing in through the nose and out through the mouth. So eyes open, a soft focus, as you breathe out, you can allow the breath to return to its natural rhythm. But just keep the eyes open for a moment. Just focusing in on one particular object within your field of vision. Not staring at it too intently, still aware of the space around you. But just gently focusing on that one object. And then just slowly zooming back out again as you blink a few times with the eyes. 
So just a quick uh, one-minute meditation to help focus. Um, I find some of these to be very helpful if I'm trying to get something accomplished and I just simply can't focus on it. Sometimes I've got to break away and do something to refocus my mind. So what do you think about that, Patty? You know, I was actually a little disappointed when it stopped. <laughs> I could have used a little bit more. So I probably should have done the four-minute one. But um, I enjoy it so much, and I'm with you. Just when things get a little hectic and I can't really find a focus, just a minute or two of just quiet and breathing, and it, it so helps you find your, your center again and enable you to go on with the tasks at hand. So now when I go back to my work of the day, I'll be able to really focus. And it, it's, the mind is a really crazy busy little factory in there and if you can slow it down just a little bit to focus it helps you really be better at what you're trying to accomplish yes and if we think about it in terms of being present and in the moment sometimes we need that focus to be present in the moment for whatever it is that we are doing and you know we do have headspace again for our co-workers here uh, you go to the well-being page you can sign up there there's lots of information about it for the, the folks who are listening in that aren't coworkers here at Consumers, if you go to YouTube, there are plenty of meditations out there to use. There are lots of apps that you can access uh, these types of meditations with and also some of the other uh, information that comes with these apps. So with that said, you know, we've talked about healthy backs and about Headspace and some other things. Patty, I did want to find out, are there some resources available maybe to the folks who aren't working here at Consumers? You know, we we talked about music and dancing and those kind of things um, as ways to self-care throughout the day. And I actually have found, um, you know, we can always, you can pick up on the music that you like, Spotify, Amazon Music. I use all those music streaming tools as well as, you know what, I have a basement full of CDs that I think I could actually play in my car still. But so those are all good as well. But for dancing, I found one that I challenge you to try with your children or your grandkids or your family of any kind, and it's called BOSS, B-O-S-S, Family Workout, and it's five to 20-minute little dancing jigs. It's easy to do. The family are all working together to do it, and um, they're really fun, and you might recognize one of the people who leads it. He is one of the co-hosts on the Ellen Show in the morning or during the day, and um, it's really fun. It's peppy, and the other thing is I love that they're doing it with their whole entire family, and all the songs they play have a really good beat. I think you could even do it, Bill. Well, you know what? I'm glad you said that because today when I make my lunch, I am going to check this out and I'll let you know what I discovered. And if my neighbors aren't laughing hysterically out in, in on the roads while they're out walking, I'll know I did it right. But they also, the other thing that surprised me is sometimes they dance from a chair. They never get out of the chair. So think about all of you working at computers. You can put this on for five minutes and dance from your chair and you never have to get up. So, which isn't what we recommend, but if you have someone with mobility challenges or something like that, this would be a really good way for them to also dance. Well, excellent to know, and that is BOSS, B-O-S-S, Family Workout. So go and check that out. I know I'm going to check it out as well. And Patty, we're coming to the close of the podcast once again, but I would like to know, is there anything else you'd like to share with our family out there? 
Um, we are recording this and it is the beginning of March and March is a special month if you're an athletic trainer. It's Athletic Trainer Awareness Month. The National Athletic Trainer Association uses the month of March to spread awareness about athletic trainers and all the places that we, we are and helping people. This year's initiative is Athletic Trainers Are Essential Healthcare. Well, here at Consumers, we are um, part of the team and a lot of people use us on a daily basis, but also look out in your community. You may have kids who are trying to return to sports and they have athletic trainers that are caring for your, your children there and helping to keep them safe. And um, you may have a child who broke his arm and needs a cast and you might go to the orthopedic surgeon and it, it would be an athletic trainer that applies that cast. But there are 20, I, I don't, I always get confused, 21 athletic trainers here at Consumers Energy. So if you have an opportunity to thank an athletic trainer in March, please seize the opportunity wherever you are and thank an athletic trainer and um we're working really hard to keep all of you safe. So um, go out and be well. Let me know if you have any questions about the healthy back or anything like that. I'd be glad to help you get connected. Well, and thanks for that. And, and again, uh, Athletic Trainer Awareness or Appreciation Month, Athletic Trainer Appreciation Month. Let's not forget that because uh, you guys have been here working with us through the entire pandemic. Um, and we definitely appreciate the, the work that's that's been done. So thank you so much for talking with me today, taking time out of your busy schedule to uh, talk to our coworkers, our families, and the audience in general. And looking forward to having you back on soon. It's always a privilege. Thank you, Bill. And thank you to the audience for tuning in. Be sure and subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcasting platform. And please take a couple minutes to fill out our survey and let us know how we're doing. You can find that survey at http colon slash slash bit dot ly slash me dash you dash us. That's http colon slash slash bit dot ly slash me dash you dash us. And be sure and tune in on every Wednesday as we talk about the things that impact your personal well-being.